0: how honored we are to be here in these revival services, and uh, what we're doing here tonight is very healthy, appreciate your pastor taking the time that he took, and uh, it would have been fine if it had just kept right on, and uh, I want to Amen. try to help this service get where God wants it to get to tonight. Amen. I believe God has a destination in mind for us, some revelation for us, some victory for us. Amen. I said, there's more where all this has come from already. Amen. Verse 20 of Mark 11. And in the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter, calling to remembrance, saith unto him, Master, Behold, the fig tree which thou cursed is withered away. Jesus answering saith unto them, Have faith in God. For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart. But shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. What Things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them, and ye shall have them. The simple solution or explanation that Jesus had in response to Simon Peter's Astonished uh, realization. Pastor Riggin, I don't know what he was expecting to see. I mean, Jesus cursed the fig tree. What else was he supposed to see the next day? But it's as if he was amazed and shocked and in awe and surprise. Master, the tree that you cursed yesterday. Is dried up by the roots. And Jesus answered him and said, Have faith in God. Have faith in God. I want to preach those four words tonight. Amen. Would you lift up your voice? Amen. Let's open up our hearts to his word tonight. God, I worship your mighty name. I worship your mighty name. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Praise the mighty name of the Lord. God, speak revelation to this church tonight. God, grant special grace upon this house. God, these people that believe your word, we receive it by faith tonight. Somebody shout in Jesus' name. Please be seated. Lord bless you although it is one of the most common subjects in the Bible, a word that is recorded hundreds of times in your Bible, faith is probably one of the most misunderstood subjects in the Bible. Because we have allowed the adversary to muddy the waters. We have allowed the spirits of deception to cause us to believe that faith is complicated. But I've come to preach tonight that faith is simple. Faith is not complicated. When did God ever make anything that he wanted you to have complicated? Amen. If God makes faith complicated, then he violates his own nature because God has a way of making what he wants his people to possess uncomplicated. Amen. You, you got to understand what I'm preaching tonight. If you want what God wants for you, it is not hard to get it. That's about as complicated as it gets is you gotta want it, amen, and God wants you to have it, amen. I believe tonight that we need an understanding. We need a revelation of faith and how faith works, amen. Now, is it really that important? Does it really mean that much. Well, God's word declares that without faith, it is impossible to please God. And so I submit to you tonight that faith is very important because we want to please God more than we want to please anybody else. We want to please God more than we want to please our family. We need to please God more than we please ourselves. We need not be intimidated by faith. God, as I have already said, wants you to have faith. So he's not going to make it so hard as to be unattainable. Amen. You got to get this or whatever else I've got to say tonight will be unfruitful. You have got to come to grips uh, with the understanding uh, that this is not just something that's available. Uh, this is something that is absolutely uh, necessary, uh, but not only absolutely necessary, uh, absolutely possible to have. Uh, he wants you uh, to be strong in faith he wants you to have an understanding he wants you to have a revelation he wants this church to have it he wants every one of us as individuals to have it he wants his ministry to have an understanding of how faith works what faith is and what faith does amen Hosea prophesied At God's mouth my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. There's a lot of things uh, that if we just had a good understanding about it uh, we could get a hold of it a whole lot easier. Amen. So I want to help somebody have some understanding. Amen. Now, faith is not something you see. Not necessarily even something that you Feel. Faith is something that you have. Are you hearing me tonight? Now we feel the operation and the results of our faith. But I don't know that we feel faith. We have faith. Faith is simply a persuasion or a moral conviction of religious truth or the truthfulness of God. It is a reliance upon Jesus Christ. It is a profession and by extension, a man, the system of religious truth itself. Amen, faith condensed down to its most necessary ingredients, is simply a persuasion and a conviction about God and his word. Faith is a conviction that God can't lie. Faith is a persuasion, an understanding, a knowing that you have way down deep, that if God said he could do it, then God can do it. Hallelujah. Amen. I can't think of a better example than Genesis the first chapter. In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. Darkness was upon the And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. What does that have to do with faith? It has everything to do with faith. Because I read in Hebrews 11, through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the Word of God. The only account I have uh, of a creative act uh, is thus saith the word of the Lord. Uh, I had never heard an audible recording. Uh, I've never seen live footage or coverage. Uh, I wasn't there when it happened uh, and I don't know anybody else that was uh, but I've got a word that says uh, God created and I believe uh, what the book says. I need no other explanation. I need no other evidence. This is all I need to believe. That's faith. We don't walk by sight. We walk by faith. If you only believed what you saw, you would be so spiritually inept and stunned, we don't walk by sight, we walk by faith, amen, faith, Hebrews 11, is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Hallelujah. The word faith, as it appears uh, more times in your Bible, uh, comes from uh, a root word that simply means uh, to uh, convince. And so I've come to preach tonight. I've been uh, convinced. I said, I've been convinced. Amen. Pardon me. I've been uh, persuaded. Amen. Paul wrote to Timothy and he said, for the which cause I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed for I know whom I have believed and am persuaded. I'm persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. What are you saying, Paul? I'm saying I've got faith in God. I'm saying I've got a conviction that God can handle it. If I'll take my hands off of it, God can put his hands on it. And little is much when God is in it and God can take nothing. Oh, my God, I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. I don't have ability. I don't have talent. I don't have education. I don't have money. You don't have to have that. Just have faith in God and stop worrying about all the unnecessary details. Get your hands off of it and let God put his hands on it. He don't have to have your money. He don't have to have your ability. He don't have to have your talent. I am persuaded. As a matter of fact, I've highlighted, put in bold print in my notes, persuaded that he is able. That, brothers and sisters, is faith in a nutshell. Persuaded that he is able. You see... And some of you don't know how to act because persuaded that he's able is not complicated. Persuaded that he is able is not mystical. Persuaded that he is able. It's not far out in the cosmos somewhere. You don't have to even stand up on a ladder to get it. It's not over your head. But that's my point tonight. Faith is not complicated. Faith is not hard to have. Hallelujah. I wish somebody else would believe what I'm preaching tonight. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. Amen, I'm not trying to sneak up on your blind side tonight. Amen, but the hell, the the spirits of hell don't want you understanding what Paul wrote to the church at Rome in Romans 12 and three. For I say through the grace given unto me that every man that is among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly according as God hath done out to every man the measure of faith. Amen. He, he said don't get high and mighty and don't get down in the molly grubs. He meant, Understand that God has given to every man the measure of faith. Either I'm in the book or I'm not in the book tonight. He didn't say he gave to every man a measure. He said he gave to every man the measure of faith. Amen. Pardon? Well, no, don't pardon the simplicity of what I'm saying tonight. I have just as many muscles. That's Charles Atlas, they don't look like his look or looked, I guess. Matter of fact, they may kind of look like his look right now. Who's Charles Atlas? Well, some maybe Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, or uh, whoever. Jared Hilton, whatever. (laughs) Now that I've got everybody's attention, I've got just as many muscles as Mr. Universe or Mr. America. Brother Waldron, I've got just as many. I didn't say I had just as much. I had just as many. I haven't done with mine what they've done with theirs. But I've got just as many as they have. I was given the measure of muscle. It was given to every man the measure of faith. And if you're tired of being weak in faith, if you're tired of having anemic faith, if you're tired of having 98-pound weakling faith, if you're tired of trying to exercise puny faith, then do something with it. Hallelujah, try your faith, stretch your faith, exercise your faith. Come on, you can't be lazy and have strong faith. Amen, you can't be a couch potato spiritually and have strong faith. You've got to get on your prayer bones. You've got to make an exercise of faith. Come on, Jesus said, if you believe when you pray, believe and you'll receive.
1: Somebody clap your hands to the Lord tonight.
0: come on hallelujah so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord you know what we're doing amen we're growing faith tonight we're building faith tonight this is how faith comes this is how faith grows it's all based in the word of God by faith Abel offered Under God a more excellent sacrifice. By faith, Enoch was translated. By faith, Noah, being warned of God of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house. Noah, God said, it's gonna do something it's never done before. I am going to send moisture from the skies in over abundance. You hear me tonight? Noah's generation had never seen rain, and God said, I'm gonna send a flood. They had never even seen it sprinkle. Come on, I'm preaching the word of God to you. The ecosystem was different then than it is now. Bible said that there would come a mist up out of the ground and there would maybe a dew. Remember there was no rain. The atmospheric system was different uh, than it is in this common time. Uh, they had never seen a drop of rain uh, fall from the skies. And uh, God told Noah, uh, I'm gonna judge the earth. Uh, I'm gonna wipe it clean. Uh, I'm gonna send a flood uh, of rain. Hallelujah. And the Bible said uh, that Noah through faith Or by faith. Somebody shout by faith. By faith. Never seen what God says is coming. Moved with fear. Had a healthy respect for the word of God. And allowed his life to be lived according to the word of God. Because I've never seen it, but God said it. it's happening. As a matter of fact, it would not happen for, what, another 120 years? But from that day forward, every day of Noah's life, the theme of it was, God said, it's going to rain. And five years later, God said, it's going to rain. Ten years later, Noah, what you doing? I'm building me a boat. Why are you building a boat? Because God said, it's going to rain. 50 years later, Noah, you are ever more lost your mind. You are a fruitcake. You're a Looney Tune. You're a weirdo hundred years later, what are you doing, Noah? I'm building me an ark. Why? Amen, we're still kicking up dust. Amen, we're still getting sprinklers. Amen, and a mist from the ground. Why are you building a boat? Because God told me a hundred years ago that it's gonna rain. Come on, somebody. We walk not by we walk by faith I wonder what would happen in the rest of your life if you would live every day by faith if you would walk by faith if you would let the theme of your life be I'm doing what I'm doing because this is what God said I don't have to see it I don't have to hold it I don't have to understand it I just have a conviction about it God said it by faith Abraham when he was called to go out into a place that he should after receive for an inheritance obeyed I can condense this down a little bit for you by faith Abraham obeyed when he was called Where are you going, Abraham? I don't know. Then why are you going? Because God called me. You see, it doesn't make sense with human logic. It's foolishness. The Bible said the foolishness of God is wiser than man. And God chose by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. Those that have faith. You see, to somebody tonight, maybe I'm wasting my time. Because if you can't understand it, if you can't add it together, if you can't put it in an equation and have it come out, amen, you don't receive it. That's how come you have such a hard time living for God. And that's why your worship is so shallow. That's how come your desire is so weak. Amen, because you're trying to make God fit uh, into your system. Uh, But what you need to understand tonight is God's system is better uh, than your system. Uh, His ways are above uh, our ways. Uh, His thoughts are above uh, our thoughts. Uh, And so stop trying to wrap your thoughts around it uh, and just let his thoughts take care of it. Come on, somebody. Why don't you depend on his thoughts? Why don't you depend on his mind? As a matter of fact, Paul said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Stop trying to put God on your little two-by-four box. Amen, and open the gate and let the God of glory do what he wants to do in your life. Not because you've seen, Even Thomas saw with his eyes, at least he was honest, he told his brethren, amen, when Jesus showed up at the meeting, he did not attend. And they said, Thomas, you should have been here. Amen, the Lord showed up. And he said, unless I see the prince in his hand and thrust my hand into his side, I will not believe. next time the meeting was called you better know he was there and Jesus did that time what he did the time before only this time he called one man's name and he said Thomas here it is go ahead and he fell down on his knees and said my Lord and my God And Jesus replied and said, Thomas, you believe because you've seen. But blessed are they that have never seen and yet believe. Come on, if you've got to see it to believe it, you need to change tonight. Because there's just some things that God wants to do for you that you've never seen him do for anybody else. And you're going to cheat yourself uh, out of a miracle. Oh, my God. Somebody here with this preacher's preaching right now. Hallelujah. Through faith, Sarah herself also received strength uh, to conceive seed. Uh, hallelujah. She was delivered of a child. Come on. The book says when she was past age. Why? Because she judged him faithful who had promised I know she laughed when she first got the word. uh, But somehow or another, uh, amen, very shortly after the fact, uh, amen, she started thinking about it. uh, And she said, wait a minute. Uh, Amen, God knows how old I am. Uh, God knows the condition of my body. Uh, His word declared uh, in that verse of scripture uh, that Sarah was too old. Uh, She was past age. Uh, Sarah knew it uh, Abraham knew it God knew it and yet God still spoke and said according to the time of life Sarah shall have a son hallelujah didn't make a lick of sense uh, no wonder she rolled her eyes and chuckled a little bit amen uh, it's too good to be true uh, it's what I've always wanted uh, but I gave up on that dream a long time ago amen uh, it'll have to happen some other way amen uh, it'll happen to somebody else amen uh, but she's in the annals uh, of the heroes of faith uh, for one reason uh, she judged uh, him faithful uh, who had promised uh, Sarah got a conviction that God can't lie and I'm too old I'm too frail I'm too weak I can't do it but God said it's going to happen the Bible did not say that by faith or through faith she conceived said she received strength to conceive when the promise came she was incapable of carrying a child she was past age too many pages of the calendar had been turned there's too many wrinkles there's too many frail joints too many weak bones not near enough muscle tone. Sarah, your, 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 your back's too humped over. Your shoulders are too slumped. She's 90 years old. But just a little while after she judged him faithful, they go visit a, a land and the king lays eyes on 90-year-old Sarah and says, I want her as my wife. I don't think that the man was a weirdo. I don't think he was a sicko. I think he was a man that was a king that had good sense and in his position could have anything he said he wanted because of who he was. Hallelujah, he knew a pretty woman when he saw one. As a matter of fact, this was just what he was used to doing. When he saw something pretty, he said, I wanted it. And they went and got it for him. I submit to you, a man that Sarah's looks didn't match her age. I submit to you that what the Bible said is exactly what happened. I've got a conviction about it. She received the strength to conceive. God looked at Sarah and says, Honey, as it is right now, it can't happen. But what do you say? Let's get it so it can. I believe a crooked back started straightening up. I believe stooped shoulders started straightening up. I believe wrinkled skin started smoothing out. I believe sagging muscles started firming up among somebody. God said I'm going to get you in a place where you can do what you've always wanted to do and the only thing it's going to take honey is judge me faithful. Have a conviction that I can't lie no matter how weird it sounds no matter how landish it seems I've never been a prayer warrior. I've never been a soul winner. I've never been on fire for God. I've never done anything for God. Come on, somebody, judge him faithful. Amen, and let him get you where you can. Clap your hands to the Lord, right now. Hallelujah! Come on, this is the God I'm preaching about tonight. In Romans four seventeen, He calls those things which be not as though they were. And of Abram it says, "Who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations, according to that which was spoken." God said. That was enough. That is faith. I am persuaded that he is able. You come to church tonight with some things that you believe that God could do and some things that you're not sure Whatever would be done. But I'm asking you a question tonight. Is anything too hard for the Lord? There's no buts about it, folks. There's no exclusions or exceptions. He can do anything that he's allowed to do. He can save anybody that wants to be saved. It's not up to God or everybody would already be saved. It's his good pleasure to give the kingdom. But there's a human will involved. And so don't stop praying for your husband. Don't stop praying for your children. Don't stop praying for your coworker. Don't stop praying for your neighbor. Because God can do anything. Hallelujah, the Bible says of Abraham, he considered not his own body now dead. He meant the deadness of my body. He had as much a chance as reproduction as a dead man. The Bible said Abraham was as good as dead. But the book says, that's not under consideration. That's not even on the agenda in the business meeting. The only thing we're going to talk about tonight is what God said. Why is that? Because when God says it, nothing else matters. the deadness of Sarah's womb don't matter. Even the fact that I'm my God, I feel like preaching to somebody tonight. Stop living according to fact and start living according to truth. Because the fact was Sarah's too old. But the truth is you're going to have a baby. The fact is, Abraham, you're as good as dead. But the truth is, so shall thy seed be. It don't matter what the facts are. What matters, this is what the truth is. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. God. Don't wring your hands when God sends a prophecy to this church about a revival. Don't roll your eyes and chuckle and say, Those days have come and gone. We've been through too much. We've been to this and we've been to that. Come on. Have faith in God. Well, well, if God would talk to me like God talked to Abraham, I'd believe it. What do you think he's doing right now? Right now. Right. Right now. Come on. He sent a messenger. I said he sent Abraham and Sarah a messenger to deliver a message. That's something about to change around here. Now the rest is up to you. I'm not trying to be off color. I want to be as discreet as I can for those that need to understand, understand. Those that don't need to understand, don't even understand enough to ask any questions about what I'm saying. Amen, but those of you that understand, understand that there were some feelings that started being felt again. Uh-huh. Probably been a while since those feelings had been felt. Probably been a long time since those desires had been experienced. Hey Amen, but what am I going to do with it? I'm gonna do. I'm gonna act on it. I mean, we gonna have a baby, and we ain't. And God said we're gonna have one. And I'm as good as dead. And she's too old. But God said. And if we're going to have what God said we're going to have, uh, they're going to have to start yielding to some feelings uh, that God is allowing us to feel. My God, when you wake up in the middle of the night and feel like praying, don't roll over and go back to sleep. Do something with those feelings. That's a part of the promise. Hey, when you feel like turning loose of the grocery cart, Amen. Walking up to somebody in the aisle and handing them an invitation to church, don't ignore that feeling. Yield to it. That's a part of the promise. The fact is, Amen. The truth trumps fact. you got to do something with what you feel. The lame man that had never walked could have sat there saying, whoo my God, I feel something in my feet. But did not respond to his feelings. Would have never walked. But he did something with what he was feeling. And he walked home that day. Faith is not doubting your feelings, questioning your feelings. Faith is acting on what you feel. Now you may get mad at somebody tomorrow and feel like slap them upside the head. Don't yield to that feeling. That's not from God. I'm gonna cut that off right now. My God, Brother Walter said to do what I feel. I feel like breaking your jaw. You know what I'm saying. Amen. Feel like running when you never ran. Feel like rolling on the floor. Feel like leaping for joy. Feel like talking in tongues. Feel like getting down the aisle and just doing something. I'm not trying to hype you up tonight. Amen. Faith uh, cometh by hearing uh, and hearing uh, by the word uh, of the Lord. Uh, I'm preaching the book to you tonight. Uh, Amen. The consideration uh, is not being given uh, to the deadness of Sarah's womb uh, or the unfruitfulness of Abraham's loins. The only thing that's under consideration uh, is God said. Have faith in God. Oh, Moshe. Come on, I want you to reach up, amen, and grab an impossibility. Come on, there's something in your life that you've shoved off, amen, into nowhere and said, I've given up on that. Come on, get a hold of it and bring it down in front of you, amen, and say, here it is, God, amen, you can do anything. Come on, somebody believe God for a miracle. Somebody believe God for evangelism. Somebody believe God for revival. Somebody believe God, amen, for a prayer life. Somebody believe God for a consecration. Somebody believe God for a burden. Amen, nothing is too hard. If you can receive it, he can give it. come on you've got a part to play you've got a role in the drama there's something you've got to do to possess the promise you've got to yield to some feelings you've got to submit to the process Just Robert, come and give these folks some hope tonight. I ain't done, but that at least remind me I need to be done. Bible said, one of my favorite stories in the Bible, Acts the 16th chapter, Paul and Silas. Now the book says they were beaten, they were bound, they were bloody, and they were bruised. They were locked, the Bible says, fast in the stocks and cast in the inner prison. I mean, they threw them way down deep in there and locked them up tight. Bound hand and foot. And before they were locked up, they got beat up. And so, imagine when it was all said and done. They probably weren't feeling too perky. I mean, I'm just glad I survived, I think. Sometimes I'm not sure. (laughs) To be absent from the body is to be present. Heaven would be a whole lot more better than this. But here we are. How you feel, Paul? Well, I feel kind of sore how you feeling Silas my back's kind of hurting Bible says at midnight <laughs> I, I know their calendar was different than ours is but for us midnight is the declaration of a new day Midnight says, that was then, this is now. You got beat yesterday. You got bound yesterday. You got whipped yesterday. You got cast into prison yesterday. And weeping may endure for the night, but joy comes in the morning. And morning starts at midnight. And this is the day that the Lord hath made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. Amen. My body says I'm too tired. My circumstances says I'm too poor. Amen, my mental facility says I'm too stressed. Amen, my aches and pain says I'm too weak and anemic. Amen, but the truth is I made it. Amen, and I'm going to praise God because I made it through yesterday. And this is a brand new day. And when I think uh, of the goodness of Jesus uh, and all he's done for me, uh, my soul uh, cries out, uh, hallelujah. My body don't feel like it, uh, but my soul does. Uh, My hands don't feel like it, uh, but my soul does. Uh, My feet don't feel like it, uh, but my soul does. The fact is, uh, I don't have any reason to. uh, But the truth is, uh, I've got every reason I ought to. Abraham, you got no business acting that way. Uh, Amen. I've got every business uh, to act the way I'm acting. Because truth trumps fact.